Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Knowing that 95% of you are listening to this podcast right now because you're in a job that you're not really excited about the limitations of two weeks of vacation, or maybe that you want to make more than what your annual salary is, but they're not giving you a raise, even though you've put in a lot of hard work and been there a long time. On this podcast, we teach you a way out, a way to financial freedom, if you will, through a proven business model called wholesaling real estate. In a nutshell, wholesaling is great because you don't have to have a lot of money to actually buy the property. But for finding a rundown, ugly house that's a great deal for a real estate investor, you can pass that deal off to them and they give you twenty, fifty thousand dollars for finding that deal. One of the huge ways 80% of people get their first wholesaling real estate deal through a method called driving for dollars. That means you go run around or drive around looking for rundown properties in your area. Then you look up who owns that property and then you send them communication asking if they'd like to sell their house. And if so, you can close quickly and with cash. So in this masterclass, which is led by an expert called Zach Booth out of Salt Lake City, Utah, he's doing over a million dollars per year using these two strategies, wholesaling real estate, finding the deals by driving for dollars. He's going to break down in front of a live audience of 100 deal machine members who are also working this business model to show you the best way to get going driving for dollars. And if you guys have had any value that you've received from this podcast, subscribe and make sure that you guys have left us a review that helps us get you to financial freedom. The Deal Machine REI Podcast. Everything you need to know to get started in real estate investing. Welcome, welcome. If this is your first one, uh, welcome here. I know we do these every Wednesday, so um, it sounds like everybody on here should be on the email list. If you didn't get an email about this event, hit, uh, let me know. I know we were we were switching everything over to kind of our our new uh, new list and tried to remove the people that didn't want to be on it or and add the people who are brand new to this. So um, got a lot of new faces. That's awesome. Um, I have Ryan Hewitt on our team on the Deal Machine team here with me today. Um, I don't know if I know David's traveling. Uh, do you see David and Ryan at all? Or I uh, didn't see him in the uh, waiting room. Okay, no worries. Ryan's just or, or not Ryan. David's always out playing, man. <laughs> no kidding, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a crazy schedule coming up, which I know he's hopefully seeing you here now uh, next week, right? Yeah, I actually uh, talked to Darren. Darren's going to contact you. I just don't know if we're going to have enough time for the promotion creation emails and all that stuff. Okay, ahead of time. So, yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's enough time, Darren. I told Darren, "Can we do it?" And he's like, "No, Zach." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll I'll talk to Darren. Then that's better. Yeah, it's like, we'll, yeah, yeah. So we'll figure that out then. But um, regardless, he he's uh, you know, David's j- jumping around, speaking a little bit more himself. So um, he actually just dropped. Uh, I know he has his podcast that he's been working on. He's dropped the second episode today. So check that out too if uh, if you have not yet, guys. But okay, um. Welcome, everybody. If you don't mind jumping in the chat, I'd love to always know where you're from, uh, where you're watching at. So I'm here in St. Louis. Um, we've got, let's see, Ryan's in the, would it be Columbus, Indiana, Ryan? Yeah, about 20 minutes south of Indy. And then I know Zach's in the uh, Salt Lake City area-ish. Uh, and then, yeah, awesome, guys. Love seeing this. we got Texas. We've got people all over the place. If uh, Ryan, if you want to put in the chat that... Um, the uh, connection sheet as well. If you just do, it's dealmachine.com slash elite. Um, that's where you can connect with each other too, um, which that's a phenomenal place to be able to, I mean, we've seen people 
do deals together. Let's see. I know I always call you out, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Swanson on here. He he uh, uh, connected with a fellow member on here and is trying to do a few deals um, through that. We've had people like meet future business partners on these before. So feel free to refer to that sheet as a way to really connect with each other and meet other people who are trying to improve and grow their real estate business, which is the whole goal of these. So um, make sure to use that resource. Uh, again, Ryan will keep throwing it in the chat. Uh, got a lot of people uh, today as well. So I know we might have to throw that in the chat a few times so it doesn't get buried. But um, The icy cold Dallas, Texas. Come on, man. It ain't that cold. icy <laughs> yeah, cold. Uh, so, you know, one of my team members is in Texas yeah. right now, and she's like, it's so cold. It's like 35 degrees. I'm like, stop. It's not cold. <laughs> Where you mean? Where, where did did you go to? You went somewhere like were you in Alaska or something, Zach? Recently, I remember you went. You like traveled somewhere crazy that was. You were like running at, at like six a.m. in the in the in the snow. I saw. No, I've been doing some stupid challenge where you're supposed to work out twice a day. It's it's horrible. Don't do it. But um, I, I uh, I've been hiking in the mornings in the mountains, and it was okay. I think it was like negative something. I don't know. It was I had like icicles in my nose. It was crazy, horrible. <laughs> It's not, yeah. The uh, I know I know David did that the seventy five hard uh, challenge too, and he's he's just a machine in general. So I don't know how he figures it out, but um, awesome. Yeah. Edward says he's doing it. Awesome, good for you. That's that's awesome. I've Look. tried twice, guys, and I failed miserably. Um, I got to like day thirty twice. I lost so much weight. It was which was nice, but I was broken. Um, I feel broken. I'm on day thirty two. So. Yeah, it's much of a, a time management and like mental challenges means anything. So mentally tough, dude. It's like sometimes I have to read my ten pages, and I'm so physically and mentally done that I'm just like, well, I read my ten pages, I didn't retain any of it, but I read them. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, well, awesome. Well, uh, again, the whole goal of these is to help you improve and grow your real estate business. Um, we bring on world class expert experts like Zach to do this and help you out. Um, again, if you're on here, you can invite other team members too that would apply to each individual topic that we go over. I know recently we had on, uh, last week was Thatch Wynn talking about the market. That was phenomenal. Like definitely recommend going back and uh, if you want to get fired up, like watch that, that hour and you're going to come out of this like ready to go this year. Um, we had on Trevor Mox the week before that who uh, talked about online marketing. He was phenomenal. Um, RJ Pepino before that talking about working with cash buyers. So we've had some really, really good ones so far this year. Uh, I know next week we're actually going to have on Brent Daniels again, talking uh, sales and outbound and all of that. So he uh, he's always really, really good. He's done two or three of these before too. So um, all the past recordings, if you do um, content.dealmachine.com, that's just our portal that we put all the, the, the uh, you know, past uh, masterclass recordings there. We have probably about 40 or 50 of them now. So we have quite a bit there. Um, if you don't have a, a way to log into that, please reach out to me or Ryan. Um, my email is just matt at dealmachine.com. And you can feel free in there. You go Ryan at dealmachine.com, easy enough. Um, we'll make sure you have an, a, a login to access that portal too and, and make sure you're all good to go there. But um, yeah, I think today, uh, again, pumped to have on Zach. Uh, we're gonna talk about how to master driving for dollars in 2023. Uh, before we jump into that, I would love to kick off. We always start off with good vibes and sharing, you know, sharing wins, whether it be personal or professional. So, um, if anyone's open to sharing like, Hey, here's a recent deal I've done, or I'm working on, or I had a new hire or, you know, a personal win, um, love to start off with that and, uh, you know, get things kicked off. Right. 
and feel free feel free to turn on the camera i know zach always uh loves to see people's faces you know i understand if you're on the go and you can't do that either but um i did see nick said it was negative 17 in minnesota (laughs) see that's cold that's actually cold (laughs) that's really cold dude yeah that's cold that's that's like you go outside and without gloves on and your knuckles start cracking that's cold we have a trick here in minnesota you go out with boiling water cup of boiling water you throw it up in the air and it freezes before it hits the ground. Yeah, I watched a TikTok the other day. Yes, I watched TikToks. I love TikTok. Me and my <laughs> wife laugh hysterically. And there is this boy that did that. He like throws it up, but it doesn't completely evaporate. And it like lands on his back. He's like, oh. Nick, do you have any uh, any big wins you're working on right now? Uh, well, I, I don't know if I would consider this a win. It was a win for the seller. Um. We had a, uh, was a driving for dollar lead, nice little, literally nice little Jewish lady, wanted too much for her house. It was a pigsty. It was terribly filthy, dirty. Feces, mice, birds, dogs, nasty. We we helped her clean it up, and I, I think I invented a new strategy. We actually put it into trust so we could put it on the MLS instead of doing a novation agreement. So we, hmm. we put it into a trust. With her as a beneficiary, our LLC as the as the trustee, so we could we can sell it. So we put it on the market, we sold it. Uh, I think when it was all over, we made maybe at twelve hundred dollars. Was awesome. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of work to put a trust together. <laughs> it was. Well, I, I do the trust documents myself. We we. Oh, I say you paid an attorney, you lost all your no, money, right? No, 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 no. We we do it ourselves, but. She got off to Yuma, Arizona. She's happy as a clam. There's a buyer there and whatever. You know, sometimes you just got to do a good deed. I really liked her. It was way too much work for what it was, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. No good deed goes unpunished, right? Hey, help them out and, you know, uh, invent a new, a new exit strategy. There you go. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll work next time better on a, on a not filthy house. Right, yeah. We, uh, we definitely have had more requests to talk about like creative finance and creative exit strategies and things like that on, on these. So look out for more of those this year too, but, um, appreciate you sharing. I have a creative finance offer pending today. I just signed it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Love, Love it. it. Anybody else uh, willing to share? I know, um, I got one. Can I go? Heck, awesome. You, you go. <laughs> So my my acquisition manager he was he was fist bumping the t- uh, the other day around uh, the team here and we did our fastest traditional wholesale deal from lead coming in to money in the bank we actually blasted the email out did the full paperwork I mean this wasn't a bring the investor with you kind of situation and just that was the only investor we had multiple people through the house and everything and it was uh, two and a half days from lead in to close. So pretty awesome deal. We had, uh, you know, I've done a lot of 24 hour deals, but usually we're, you know, double closing or we, or we close and list, or we have an investor come with us and we sign the contract in the assignment contract right there at the appointment and take everything to the title company. Right. So that's a little different, but this, we actually had multiple people come through. So that was pretty cool. cool that's deal. crazy, man. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah oh. That was a fun one. Aaron, were you going to jump in there? Sorry. Oh, I can't hear you. You hear me now? There we go. You got it. There we go. My headphones are all jacked up. I did another one of my, uh, I'll buy these uh, houses that are on double lots, get a survey done, plot exemption, 
has split off the lots. And so I can either build on lots. I'll get these lots for free, but I just picked up a house, pretty rundown on a double lot, picked it up for 135, did the survey, plot exemption, cut off the section that I could build on, cleaned the house out, listed on the market for 140, got it under contract for 130. So I'll get a lot probably worth 50,000 for five grand. There we go. I'll end up building on it because. I I might build it. I might sell it. I don't know. We'll see how the numbers pan out. <laughs> yeah. Where where are you based? I forget. What market? It's outside Charlotte. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I know uh, Thatch last week was talking a lot about ADUs. Um, and you know, it's not not the double lot, but hey, how do you how do you uh, maximize you know every square foot of a, of a you know a, a piece of property? So um, that's another one he dug into a little bit last week. Highly recommend checking that out too. But yeah. Um, nice man. That's exciting. Uh, awesome. Anybody, anybody else? I saw Taylor said that he's plunging this Saturday in the Great Lakes, be negative one. So come back on next week. That'll be your win next week. If, if he survives. Yeah. yeah come back next week if he survives. Like, <laughs> people are nuts, dude. Oh, I love it. Well, Ryan, if you, if you don't mind, keep sharing throughout those, those links. I know we have people uh, continuing to jump in. Uh, again, that dealmachine.com slash elite is where you can help network with each other and, meet each other to do deals and other past people who have been to these. And then uh content.dealmachine is where we put all the recordings for these. I think Zach's been on three or four times with us. So he's uh definitely, you know, popular recurring guest with us. Um, really our, our go-to like number one expert in the driving for dollars realm and scaled his business to seven figures in about two years by focusing on driving for dollars. And then also just coaches students on how to do that. You put out great content on your podcast on, on TikTok you're talking about, um, so, uh, today we'll really be covering how to, how to master driving for dollars this year. But, uh, Zach, can you maybe start off, you know, introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your story, uh, you know, to give people more context to ask great questions and then jump right into it, man. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I'm here in Utah and, uh, professionally I, I started young, but at 17, I started my first business kind of when I went out on my own, uh, started a window cleaning business. And, um, you know, I grew that, let me turn off my phone guys. I did that for almost a decade, actually. Um, halfway through my window cleaning career, I started dabbling in real estate, bought my first rental in 2012 and was able to do the complete pivot and turn into full-time real estate investor in 2017. And it's been an incredible experience. I accidentally became a coach. I never had any intentions to do so. And I actually don't really love the coaching business. Like the business of creating TikToks and YouTube and podcasts, I absolutely hate it actually. But what I do love is I love helping people. Um, I'm addicted to it. I do it for free, but um, but students don't take action if it's free, right? So, um, but it's it's been an incredible experience. I absolutely love the real estate space because of the freedom it can produce um, in the short amount of time. Um, but also, I, I I really love the real estate space because of how united we all are right? The broker needs the the seller and the buyer and the seller and the buyer need the contractor and need the inspector and the appraiser and the lender. And there's there's so many connections and relationships. And uh, professionally, it's been very fulfilling to me to have that community. And so in just things like this, you know, we're investors all coming together, supporting each other and helping each other. And Dill Machines created this amazing technology that supports us. And so they want to support us more with things like this and provide this kind of content for free. So, you know, ultimately I just have a lot of fulfillment in doing things like this. So 
that's a little bit of, of me in a nutshell. Oh, and I love the mountains. I'm addicted to that as well. So, yeah, I, I will say one thing. You're just so genuine about uh, the impact you make and how you help people. I mean, you've got like the student success wall behind you that you're always talking about the the latest win that someone you've you've helped someone get to. So, um, I always really appreciate you as a just as a resource for a whole community, but then just your intent behind the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I want to say thank you and and feel free to to to, you know, run with it today. Uh, you know, and, and I'll, I'll monitor the chat for questions throughout as well, guys, if you want to hit the race hand button or throw questions in the chat, um, you know, I'll make sure that, uh, you know, Zach's here to use his time. So feel free to, to, uh, or to give himself as a resource. So use his time as, as wisely as you can. Beautiful. Um, I just want to mention the first thing super quick. I did a 40 day challenge. If you guys haven't watched it, um, I think it would be beneficial, especially for those that are kind of just starting, don't really understand the potential and power of driving for dollars. Um, I did a 40-day challenge. The only thought behind it was giving people the belief um, that uh, you can make a lot of money quickly. You can generate a massive amount of leads quickly for a very little bit of money. Uh, I flew to Tampa because it was wintertime and I don't really love the cold. Um, and I did a 40 day challenge. I had a thousand bucks for marketing. I ended up doing three wholesale deals, made over 90 or I made $93,000 in wholesale fees off that thousand bucks. And I, uh, bought two rentals. Uh, they're actually out in near Lake Wells. I saw someone's from Lake Wells here and I actually ended up selling those actually about two months ago. And I, I ended up making about 70,000 profit, but I sold them cash to my investor list. Actually, I didn't want to deal with a traditional route because of tenants and so forth. So you know, I made a lot of money from from that challenge. Pretty cool. Uh, so you guys can watch it. Um, yeah, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, you know, just Zach Real Estate Investing with Zach Booth under playlist, you guys can catch it for free. It's free content. I'm not selling you anything there. I just want you guys to catch that if you haven't, uh, especially if you're just starting. I think it would be very beneficial because I demonstrate and show what to do and how to do it exactly step by step. But I um, but I also show the the mistakes, the struggles, the frustration, the exhaustion. Um, of of working like your life depends on it, right? With a deadline. And and I know a lot of us, as we start a business, we don't have a surplus of money, right? We're we're broke, we're paycheck to paycheck and, and investing money into starting a new business is scary. And, um, you know, the, the need to produce revenue quickly is so very important. Um, and when I started this journey and walked away from window cleaning, it was I was very desperate. And so I wished I would have had something like this at that moment. So it's just a gift I wanted to give you guys. Make sure you have access to that. Um, the next things that I wanted to talk about, um, I think that there's a, a major misunderstanding when it comes to driving for dollars. Um, driving for dollars traditionally, and I agree the traditional concept of driving for dollars is that it's just for newbies. Right, driving for dollars is a good way to get your first deal or get a few deals, but it's not, it's not sustainable. It's not scalable, um, and it's the furthest thing from the truth. I believe that it's it's the claim that it is the best way to start and the best way to get your first deal. But I also believe it's the only strategy that you should implement from day one and have in your business at all times, anywhere across the country, anywhere you live. Everyone should have a driving for dollars campaign. If they don't, they're missing out and they have missed the boat and they don't understand it. They don't understand the power and potential. Can you make money off radio? Can you make money off TV? Can you make money off bandit signs, general lists? Yes. 
But I believe that those should be secondary marketing channels. I believe they're inferior in every way. And I'll talk about in detail what those are and why. I also want to leave some time for Q&A. So as you guys are listening to this stuff, I hope you guys have some like notepads. Like, cause if I say something, you want to ask me a question, like, like, please write it down. Cause I want to, I want to add as much value as possible. So I've prepared some, some thoughts that I'd like to give you, but I also want to, to, to clarify if I don't, you know, speak on a topic well or well enough. Um, and, and you have doubts, I'd love, love to, to explain those. We have until the hour, correct, Matt? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so let's back up to why driving for dollars in, in, in comparison to the other ones. We'll start with this. It is the cheapest cost per lead marketing you can find if it's done right. Right. So if, if you spend more per lead, you're going to essentially make less money per lead, right? Let's say your average deal size is $20,000. Okay. It'll go up and down depending on your market, depending on your skill level, et cetera. Right. Well, if you spend five, ten thousand dollars per, let's say you spend half of that money on marketing. Let's say you're doing expensive pay-per-click Google ads and, and it's costing you ten thousand dollars to do twenty thousand. Well, it's going to be really hard to grow and scale your business because if you're paying 20% to your sales team and then you got some fixed costs and you end up making maybe a 10%, 20% profit margin, it's very hard to take a portion of those profits and put it back into more marketing to scale your business, right? So it's, it's, it's really hard to, to, to scale and to do more and you end up spending more money. So I have tested different marketing um, I've, I, and I'm, I'm currently doing multiple radio ads. Um, I've done radio ads in Florida. Um, I've, I've tested every single marketing list you can get your hands on, texting, postcards, cold calling, ringless voicemails. And the cool thing is, is I don't only get to see my data, but I get to see my students' data all across the country, right? One of the greatest blessings of giving and teaching and helping others is you end up learning way more than you ever expected to give to someone because it forces you to have to understand and answer questions that you don't know how to answer. Um, and so one of the things I give my students and, and you know, why I know that your, your cheapest cost per lead is driving for dollars is because of this KPI template that I'm going to give for you guys for free. So here is a free resource. Okay, guys. I'm just going to let him do a screenshot, Matt. Hopefully that's okay. Yeah, I can share, have you share the screen if you want to. Here. Yeah, I'm going to share this. Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. Go for it. Here. All right, I don't have a double screen here, so. All right, so this is this is our, our KPI template. Uh, we actually have a, a bigger, better, more robust bust one um, that, that is coming out that has the ratios. So let's say you have your driving for dollars list and maybe some of these other lists like evictions, probates. So what we have our students do is obviously we're, our, our main focus for our business and for others is our main ca campaign is our driving for dollars list. Um, and I actually break my driving for dollars list up into four subsections. So I break up my driving for dollars list into owner occupied, absentee owner, and corporate owned. And then the last one is the ones that we we want to target the hardest, which is the, the ones that look vacant, the rundown ones, the, the obvious ones, right? The boarded up properties, 
Um, you know, that's that's our Hayden list. So uh, I break those up because I want to test which subsection of that list, you know, what's my ROI on postcards to that subsection? What's my ROI on texting or, or cold calling or ringless voicemails or whatever I'm doing to reach out to that particular list? And what I have found is my driving for dollars list, it doesn't matter if I'm texting, cold calling, or postcards in comparison to like radio. Like radio, I'm spending about 35 cents-ish right now. And I've tested seven different radio stations. I'm only running three because they're the only profitable ones. It took me over a year to negotiate the pricing that I have on these stations. I literally spent a year in COVID shutdowns. Ad spend went through the floor and so the radio stations allowed me in at the price that I wanted and still negotiating at 20% of the ad cost of their going rates, I'm still spending 35% of my total income from radio leads on, um, on advertising spend, right? Um, and so with driving for dollars, I'm spending anywhere between 17 cents to 11 cents of my gross income on marketing to my driving for dollars list. And I'm seeing this true all across the country. With other campaigns, I'm seeing much more, anywhere between 20 um, to, to over 50 to 60% of total ad spend on, um, or, or total gross revenue on ad spend, right? And so, you know, I've seen it over and over that the numbers don't lie. So knowing that, you guys can screenshot this. And what this is, I'll kind of break this down real quick before I go on to my next point. So these are your channels, right? Uh, or your campaigns. This right here is your outreach strategy. This is how much of the thing you did. So we sent, two, for example, this is examples here. We sent 2,000 text messages and then our costs um, and then additional costs if you want to break that up differently, whether that's, you know, the cost of staff, the cost of tech, whatever you want to do. Next is your responses. Because obviously we're going to get people that say, go pound sand, go die. Um, and some of them want to sell. So we want to track our responses because if our tech breaks and we don't get any responses, we want to know if that response issue uh, is the problem. Then from there, how many leads, how many appointments, how many contracts. Our new one has other things too, like retail appointments, retail contracts, closed contracts, canceled contracts. We have a little bit more data. But keep in mind that every business is like a funnel right? We, we, our goal is to open up the top end of the funnel with marketing, find more sellers. And we want to make sure that the ratios going down stay the same. So if you open up the top end of the funnel, but the same amount of deals are falling through at the bottom, that means you have bottlenecks, whether your sales team needs work or, um, you know, you're not negotiating well, or, um, you know, it's taken too long to get to the appointments, your follow-up's bad, right? There might be problems throughout the process from lead in to deal closed. And so uh, what's very important is you track all these numbers and understand what your ratios should be. And this is how I can consistently get results for people is because I know exactly what these ratios need to be. And I know how to look at their business mathematically and go, these are your problems, this, this, and this, and this. And we can quickly fix a problem and get you guys off going doing deals. So having this template, it's all yours. Take a screenshot. My goal is just add a massive amount of value. So take that, run with it. This is so important. If you're not tracking this for each individual marketing campaign that you're doing right now, you will suffer in your business. You will run your business off of emotion, right? And my mentor taught me, he said, Zach, it's data, not drama. He said, I love you, but I don't care about your feelings, right? So we love you, but we don't care about your feelings. It's data, not drama, right? 
Please open up your podcast app right now and leave us a review and let us know what you thought of this episode. It means so much because the reviews help us get in front of more people. And the more people we can get in front of, the more we can help them achieve financial freedom. And we also get more energy to put more content out like this to help you. So by leaving us a review, it will give you more content to come to help you along in your journey. Thank you so much. So, um, all right, knowing that your cost per lead is more for driving for or less for driving for dollars than any other marketing campaign, what does that mean for us and why is it that way? Well, what it means is more profits, it's more money, it's more success. So if you're only spending, let's say, 10% of the money that comes in, 100,000 comes in, you only had to spend 10,000, you guys have 90% of your money left. If you're your, your one-man show, great. You just made $90,000 you get to take home. This business is about putting money in our pocket, building wealth, generational wealth. It also means that you now have the ability to buy time. So if you're out hustling in one-man show, great. But if you have 90% left over, it's very easy to hire someone to go out and open up that top end of the funnel so you're not out driving, you're not calling, you're not texting, you're out running appointments. And you're only spending a very small portion of that 90% you have left over on that person to drive and text and cold call, right? Well, now that you have more leads and you know what to do with, now you can afford to also pay an acquisition manager very well, 20 to 25%, and you're still keeping over 50% of the money. You have a profitable business because your cost per lead is so low. If your cost per lead is 50, 60%, of your gross revenue, you will never get out of the business. You can never afford, you are now an employee and you are stuck, right? And so that's why it's so important to pick one that works. So that's what it means for us. Why is it so successful? Why is the cost per lead so low? There's a couple reasons for it, right? Um, you know, I like to, I like the out of doors. I like to fish, right? And the analogy is, well, well, let me go back to my story. The problem is I was doing what everyone else was doing, right? I was, um, I was getting the eviction list. I was getting the probate list. I was getting these lists from the cities and counties, tax delinquent, some of those lists. I wasn't really buying lists from PropStream and ListSource.com because there was just way more competition that, you know, I immediately saw in the first couple months and none of my leads were coming from there, but I was doing well on like the eviction and, um, I did well on the eviction. What was the other one? Code violation. Those were the two that did well for me in the beginning. But what happened was this city um, started putting all these county lists, or sorry, all the county started putting all these lists on the state website. So now you could immediately go and pull every single county um, and all the data that I was now getting. So everyone that had a ton of money was just dumping a ton of money into marketing. All of a sudden, my leads dried up. All of a sudden, I was like, paycheck to paycheck again. I was stuck in the very beginning. It's like, boom, I popped $50,000. I'm like, my life has never been like this. This is amazing. And then all of a sudden the deal started to dry up. And I said, there's got to be a better way. I was like, I, I'm, I'm throwing out this net and I'm just reeling in minnows. The deals that I was doing, they were small. They were small. They were 5,000, 10,000. And it's like, I see people posting on the Facebook, these Facebook groups, they're doing 50, 60, $100,000 deals. And I mean, places that, you know, the average deal size or house price wasn't even that high. I was like, how is this even possible? And, and I was like, you know, there's got to be a way that I can like, I can go hunt for a whale. 
And I want to go hunt. Like, I want to go get a deal. I want to get big deals. And the reason I was thinking this way is I grew a half a million dollar a year window cleaning business. And I did this by working my ass off. Like, uh, there was there was a very systematic way to do it. I would go out and knock a certain amount of doors. And I knew what percentage of those doors I knocked would answer. And of those answers, I knew how many people would let me do bids. And of those bids, I knew how many you know uh, jobs I would get. And of those jobs, I knew how many contracts I would close. And I had a set mathematical equation every week and a goal every week of how many doors I would knock to hit my goals for the year. It was simple. It was a mathematical equation that I put together and I would just go knock doors and it sucked. It was a grind. It was, it, but it was proven factual data that I could build a business that served me and my family. And I wanted that for the real estate space. And I just, I was just spraying and praying. I was throwing this net and hoping to catch a well, but it just was the wrong tool. I was doing what everyone else was doing and the competition was killing me because my deal size was low and everything else. And so what I ended up doing is I thought I invented the, the idea of driving for dollars because I'm an idiot. It's been around forever, right? I didn't invent this at all. Um, but I started, I started driving around um, and looking for these ugly houses because the deals that I had done, I had noticed. Like I'd be driving down the street looking for the house number, you know, I'm driving to their house. And, and I'd be like, oh, that's the one up there. I can totally tell. And I'd pull up. And of course, that was the house. It was the ugly house, long grass, beat up property. I'm like, I'm just going to go do this. So I went out and drove, found those 70 properties. And I did a deal. and It was $9,000. And I was like, hey, 70 properties. How much does it cost me to market to those? Like nothing. I'm like, dude, this is insane return. Like, you know, I'm never going to do anything else. And I started systematically trying to find a way to put a process behind this so I could do more of it, kind of like, you know, window cleaning. Like, how many doors do I have to knock? How many addresses do I have to knock? Like, what's the mathematical equation? How do I systematically approach this to where it's not luck? There's no no emotion behind this. And, um, <clears throat> you know, there was an app in the day called Driving for Dollars um, that I discovered about a year in. Uh, Deal Machine was was very new at the time, if if they even existed. But in the beginning, I was writing down addresses. It was a nightmare, right? Going to the county records. Um, at one point, I even had a $50,000 deposit with an app developer just so I could have a system and an app in my phone to pull data from the county um, while I was out driving around so I didn't have to write down and search. Um, and it was funny because uh, David Lecco and Josh, founders of Deal Machine, approached me uh, back in the very... I remember it was 17 or 18, but uh, anyways, they they approached me and they heard me speak and they said, well, Zach, like, what about our app? Like, would you, would you look at it? Would you use it? And, um, you know, I, I was like, I love it. If you guys will do these three things, I'm like, I'll get my deposit back and I won't build my app, right? Like, I don't want to own an app. I want to do driving for dollars. I want to do real estate. And um, so that's what happened, right? And, and as I got better and put these systems together, it became as simple and as systematic as my window cleaning. It became, I knew how many addresses I had to have in what neighborhoods and at what price points and how to do the marketing and how often to reach out to those people and what is my systematic approach to, to bring in the most money possible, right? And I went from, you know, the first 12 months of trying to do wholesaling, well, a little, little less than, than 12 months. I did like a hundred and something thousand. But then the next year I started doing driving for dollars, obviously not to the level that I understood. And I did just, just shy of a half a million, right? I'm like, okay, like I just did what took me 10 years in my window cleaning business. I just did it in like a year and a half. This is insane, right? But I was keeping way more profits, right? Than the window, window cleaning, it was like 5%. It was awesome, right? It's, 
It was horrible, actually. But anyways, um, the the next year we did about $1.2 million. And a lot of that was because um, that that third year I started teaching this to a handful of people. Um, I did this because I, I had set a goal and the goal was to, to generate a million dollars in my business. But I read a self-help journal that said, if you want to receive something, you have to give it. And if you want love, you give love, right? It's that, that old saying, you reap what you sow, the golden rule, right? It's, uh, it, it went along with a lot of my, my core values and belief systems. And I'm like, okay, like, let's give away a million bucks. How do I give away a million bucks? And so I brought on 10 people and started teaching them the system that I was putting in place in my own business. And the more I taught them, the more that the, the system itself became tweaked. And the more that I taught, the more I became addicted to coaching. Um, and, you know, Michael McLeish, I don't know if some of you guys might know him, Greenville, uh, North Carolina. And uh, he texted me like, I think it was like 15 months after implementing the system. And he's like, I have a loan, have hit the million dollar goal you set now. Thank you. Right. Like my very first person I taught this system to did a million dollars in like 15 months. It was crazy. It blew my mind. Right. But what happened to me is I also did the million in that 12 months. And it only came because I was able to test this and use more than just my marketing dollars to test and split test and, and track these numbers. Right. Um, I, I wanted to build a business that served me and had uh, a, a way that I could land sharks. And the crazy thing is not only did I did I do more deals for way less money, but I did bigger deals. My average deal size went from like $7,000 to over $30,000. Guys, my average deal is over 30 grand, right? And it's funny because um, I'll name drop here. Um, you know, many of you guys may know Joe Homebuyers, the franchise. So um, uh, Cody Hoffine uh, and and Mark Stubler, love those guys. Mark Stubler is an incredible guy, mentored me. I was, I was an acquisition manager for like three months till they fired me, but I love him anyways. I learned a ton from him. And, um, they, you know, their average deal size at the time when I started, this was much lower than mine. And I'm like, I'm not any better in these guys. Like I'm, I'm not. And what I discovered was it was because my lead source had no competition. You know, the, the, the thing with driving for dollars is no one has your exact same list. No one has that exact same list. Um, and if they go do driving, right, they're not going to build the exact same list on the exact same time frame. Tax delinquent list gets, deli uh, you know, gets released and it's like the mob arrives to the house, right? And and with with this, no one is building that exact same list at that exact same time. So even if I teach this stuff to someone in my own market, I'm actually not even creating competition because, I mean, it would have to be a massive, massive amount of people. But the barrier of entry, it requires work. Most people just want to go buy a simple list and try it out and do it for cheap. And so you have a bunch of successful people that are spending over $100,000 in marketing, marketing to all these other things, creating competition, right? And they're the ones that get the contracts, but they're lower price point. But then you have all the newbies and everyone else that doesn't know what they're doing that are causing problems and bidding up pricing and, you know, dumping a ton of marketing, which your response rates then drop and everything else. So, um, you know, driving for dollars to me is, is one of the best. And the other reason I think it's the most scalable and why you should start with this. And this is kind of the, the last thought I want to share with you guys. I know I'm just dumping a ton of information. I'm going to leave some time for questions. The, the last thing that I think that is so, so important, let's say you find out that the tax delinquent list in your market's kicking butt, right? But there's only 10,000 tax delinquents in, in every county that you're willing to work. But you find out that it takes you uh, 1,000 uh, tax delinquents to get a deal, 
on average, right? Well, you're only going to do 10 deals a year. Now you got to go find, if you want to scale your business and do more, 10 deals, great, great. Keep, keep marketing to it. But the problem is you only can do 10 deals a year. How do you scale? How do you do more, right? Well, you got to go get a different list. You got to buy a different list. You got to try PPC. You got to try radio. And so now you're spending a ton of money on research, on trying to figure out what works and why it works. And you don't need to do that. You need to pick one that works and scale it. But the problem is we pick these marketing channels that are, you know, they don't scale very far just because you can't go ask the county to, you know, do more, some more tax delinquents, right? There's only so many. But with driving for dollars, the beauty is you can actually increase how many properties you add, right? And so how do we know when our driving for dollars, uh, and this is a, a huge tip. This took me, this took me years to figure out. This cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars, guys. What I'm about to share with you is by far the biggest market research on driving for dollars that I can possibly give you. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars in research has gone into these numbers that I'm about to give you. You have tapped out your driving for dollars marketing when you drive your entire median house price and lower every six months. You redrive it every six months. And it is cost effective to delete every single one of your data points, your, your pins, your phone numbers, and you repin and you rebuy phone numbers. I promise you there's enough new phone numbers and new people that your ROI is bigger than your cost. Okay? So most people just keep that list for 10 years. It's a mistake. You drive it, you drive it in person. You do not do Google Maps. It's too old a data. You want fresh data every six months. You drive your entire market every six months, median house price in single family, small multifamily every six months. Once you have that list, this is how you reach out to the list. This is the other data points. You want to send uh, two total text messages and uh, four phone uh, cold call attempts immediately. Whoever is on the DNC list, whoever you can't get a hold of, um, you um, you then want to uh, send a postcard. And that might take you about two months to get through that. You send a postcard immediately, and two months later, you send your second postcard. By then, it's time to start driving again. Okay? Um, the, the next thing that we do, the additional thing, is remember when I said we have a subsection called the worst of the worst properties? Uh, we tag those properties. Deal Machine has a feature when you do the tap to add version, you touch the property, you can then click on the property and set a tag and you can name the tag. When you, when you, when you uh, pull that list or, or what do you call it? When you um, export that list, one of the columns is the tags, right? So you can filter that. Whoever you don't get a hold of that is a tagged property, you don't get a hold of them texting, cold calling your postcards, you door knock those. Those are the only ones worth door knocking as far as cost if you pay someone, okay? So that's what we're doing, guys. Like that's a systematic approach that we're using. Um, I want you guys to understand that I love this stuff. I'm addicted to it and I love helping people. I love helping people for free. I just give you everything that I understand and the mathematical parts of this and, and the actual systems for absolutely free. Some of you guys I understand will want my support, want my cell phone, want me to help you implement this stuff right? Maybe if you're trying to get your first deal or if you want a systematic approach to scaling and driving for dollar stuff, I'd be happy to talk to you guys personally um, and kind of go over if, if I can help you for a fit or not. Um, there's a link. It's it's uh, dfdmastery.com forward slash deal machine call, 
I believe, um, that you guys can go book. I, be, I believe that's that's your guys' uh, book of call pages, is it not? I'll, I'll, I'll validate that. I'll validate yeah, that. I'm, I'm pretty certain that's what it is. Um, so with that being said, with the last 15 minutes, I'd, I'd love to open it up to Q&A. I hope that you guys got some value from that presentation, though, and uh, I was able to, to help you guys there. Awesome. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that, that looks like it is the right link as well. So we'll throw that in the chat here for you guys. It, um, while I monitor uh, the Q&A, please either hit the raise hand button um, or do the uh, jump in the chat and feel free to uh, ask questions there. Um, you know, we've got, you know, 10, 15 minutes here and, and Zach has been really great just with this time. So I want to make sure we get through everything there. I, I know one question for me really quick, Zach. Mm -hmm. um, as you've seen the market evolve and obviously it depends on where you're where you're based out of and you know in terms of how big of an impact is there anything you're changing the last you know six months in terms of cadence of marketing cadence of driving like is there anything you're adjusting in your own business right yeah now? the the only thing i adjusted is uh i saw a huge drop in my postcard uh roi let, let me just take these off hold on a sec i'm hot i'm dying you got me talking about driving for dollars got you're, you're fired up. up yeah and <laughs> I got a domino effect with my lighting here. All right. Um, can, the, sorry. Go. No, say so again. Just keep throwing questions in the chat. I'll monitor that too. But go ahead, Zach. Yeah. So the only changes over like the last twelve months. I'll give you that. We saw the beginning of two thousand and twenty-two. Um, the first six months, I saw a major dip on my ROI on my postcards, and the reason I believe. The reason for this was that, you know, the the changes in the, the regulations around texting and the deliverability of mass text messaging, I thought more people filed over to postcards. But looking at my ROI at the end of the year was actually a huge mistake to shut it off. We just had like a, a dip, right? Just it's it's interesting how important it is to just look at your running averages. Uh, I, you know, looking at our end, end of year review, um, I, I saw the mistake there. So really like that, that didn't change. Um, we had a small dip in the end of last uh, of the last quarter of 2022 uh, of our average deal size. Our average deal size dropped, right? And I think that was because we were caught be between the seller that was um, a little ridiculous when with their expectation that the market hadn't changed. They're uneducated in that with the interest rate hikes. Um, and our end buyers were, were stuck with a lot of inventory that they were upside down in. Um, until those 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 flippers had liquidated a lot of their inventory, um, we saw a little bit of a dip, which, you know, our average deal size dropping, our ROI dropped, which was kind of a, a pain in the butt. But December, January, and February were spiking right back up to where we were and then some. Um, I have actually uh, nearly doubled my marketing expenses uh, so far for the year, right, to compared to last year. So I've actually really, really increased what I'm doing. I've already tapped out driving for dollars, so turning on postcards, but then I've also added a few more marketing campaigns and, and other things that I'm going to be testing. But I am very much uh, optimistic about the next 12 months. And and yeah, so not really. I mean, I, I've, I've put on, put, put my gas, my, put my foot on the gas. Yep. Thatch was uh, saying the same thing last week, so there we go. Uh, Shania, do you want to unmute yourself or did you want to throw your question in the chat? I wanted to make sure I get to your question. 
Yes, I just got done posting in the chat. I don't know if you see it. Oh, shoot. Uh, it's like the request. No, I got it. Oh, I see it. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I'm new to wholesaling. Want to know where do you get contracts from for the buyers and sellers? Um, yes. So go to my TikTok. I give them for free. So I have a, you know, if you want to get them for super free, you can have mine. I've paid a couple thousand dollars for mine. Um, but this is also my advice if you get them for free. So one, the, where you can get them on my TikTok, one of the the videos are going to be released. The the TikTok channel is just my name, the Real Zach Booth. Um, you can go there, and I actually scan over each paper, um, and you can screenshot it, type it out, right? So I wanted to give that for free there. Um, but you you definitely want to take that contract and approve and make sure the legalities of that type of wholesaling contract. There's different states that have different regulations on the process of wholesaling. Um, you know, do you need to have a real estate license or double close? Um, can you double close? Like you just got to make sure you follow the legalities. Um, real estate transactions are policed by the division of real estate. It's kind of like, you know, you have your different police departments in different places and you have your FBI. Uh, you, you have a division um, of the government that, that monitors real estate transactions. And so you just got to make sure you follow those. Um, so hopefully that helps. Good tip. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, and Shania, the the deal machine button question, uh, feel free to email me directly. Happy to help you out. Matt at Deal Machine, M-A-T-T at DealMachine.com for that. Um, and we also have a list builder tool within Deal Machine as well in terms of other ways to find out market properties. But the driving for dollars piece, for all the reasons Zach said, is really our core uh, in terms of best bang for your buck, best ROI on, on any list. Um, Rod, we do have recordings. Awesome. Ryan, thanks for answering that. It's, uh, uh, it's content.dealmachine.com, uh, for the recordings and then dealmachine.com slash elite for like connecting with each other. Uh, so Ryan, keep throwing those in the chat if that's cool. Um, Franklin said, do you have any postcard preference, Zach, in terms of design of postcard or messaging? Yeah. Do, do, do people have access to be able to see my postcard in Deal Machine? Um, if they don't, we could include it with the recording. <laughs> yeah, throw it, throw it in there. I, I don't, I don't care. I mean, actually, actually, you know, I don't know if that that's fair because I do give that to my students, and I don't want everyone and their dog to be to be using that one. Um, let's. I'll say this. I'll say this. I have tested all sorts of different postcards. I've split tested them, split my list down the middle, and tested different things. Some postcards I'll get a higher response rate than others, but it doesn't mean more leads. It just means more go pound sand. I hate you. Go die. You know, and and I wonder if they call their coupons from Walmart and yell at the teller. You know, I don't know. It's just crazy town. So um, what I have found, the cheaper, the simpler, the better. Um, but if you want to test something, I have seen some of my students actually get a better ROI on the ballpoint pen letter um, or, you know, like you actually like handwritten letters. They get a very high uh lead to send ratio in comparison to the other ones. Um, but they're very expensive. So your ROI may or may not. My suggestion is this. If you're not sure, get two different postcards and split test. What that means is you have different tracking phone numbers on each one and you want to track how many responses you get. And of those, and then next, how many of those are leads and of those leads, how many turn into appointments and how many contracts, right? So you'll have two different campaigns. You'll have your driving for dollars, postcard one, driving for dollars, postcard two. And you're going to track the results you get off those different postcards. And then whatever one performs better, meaning pays you more money, use that one. All right. And if you want to test another one, you can keep doing that.
Well, it all comes back to data. There we go. <laughs> data, uh, not drama, right? Perfect. Uh, we had a couple of good questions here for, about drivers from Dave and Connor. So um, hiring dr drivers, managing drivers, compensating drivers, holding them accountable. Can you talk about any of those things? Yeah, I believe that I talked a lot about that. So if you guys want to catch some of my previous recordings too in, in here, I, I know mm -hmm. I've talked a lot about that as well. But I will just say this. Um, Deal Machine has an incredible option. When you start driving, you hit start drive and end drive. You got to make sure your drivers do that because now you can go into the back end and check their work. So back in the day before this feature, I had to just hope that they were doing the right thing. And most of my people were laying in their beds, just adding properties, right? And then I'm spending all this money on marketing and then paying them for you know 20 hours of work and they work for 10 minutes. But now it's not even possible because if they're like, oh, I just, I couldn't hit start drive and end drive. Well, all the times that they click the buttons, they're time stamped. So you can see when every property was added. So on the back end, when you log into your Deal Machine account, uh, I know on the on the desktop version, there's a section in there called analytics. You can go into the analytics and see each drive. And, you know, you can assign drivers and you can see how many hours they drove, how many miles they drove, you know, how many addresses they add and where were they time stamped and where were they? So you'll be able to really see, are they actually out doing the work or not? That is so important. It's such an important feature. I'll mention that. Um, and I don't do a commission split. I think it's a huge waste of money. I started that way in, back in the day and I overpaid by just, I mean, an absolute insane amount. In the first six months, I overpaid by $70,000 or more. The way I compensate is I pay 20 bucks an hour. I pay an extra $100 for every deal we close off of their driving to incentivize them to do well. Um, and then I also, if they hit their goals, whether it's a thousand addresses a week or 2000 addresses a week, whatever that goal is, you know, it's very broken down. I want you to add 50 to hundred properties every single hour. So you should easily be able to hit the 1500 addresses and they get an extra bonus for hitting that goal. But I also monitor them. So they're not like, I got my 1500 addresses and they're all added in 30 minutes. Right. So, and I do, I can't even tell you how many idiots I fired. And I tell them that I can track this stuff. And I've had to fire them because they do this to me. Um, happens, it happens, right? So it's it's one of those jobs that not everyone aspires to do. They don't love it. So it's it's one of those things that you'll probably have some turnover with that, but it's totally worth doing. Do you, whenever you're setting those goals, do you have any tips there on how to go about that goal setting process with a driver? Yeah, you got to go do it yourself. You got to go drive because you got to go figure out if I drive these areas, these median house prices, how many addresses per hour am I going to add? Well, how many hours your driver's going to drive? Because you know now my average is 35 properties every single hour, right? Do the math. If they have 20 hours, 20 times 35, that's how many addresses they should be adding as well, right? So you set that standard yourself. And the same thing with acquisitions. That's why you track your numbers. You should know what your lead to appointment ratio is. Not just your appointment to close ratio is, because if he can't qualify leads and get on enough appointments, he's not going to get as much money. He might be able to close at the same ratio as you, but you got to make sure he's going on leads. This is just like anything else in your business. You should know what your your foundational numbers should be, and when you when you replace yourself, you 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 monitor and manage people's performance off of performance off of numbers, not off of what you think that they're doing. It doesn't matter, especially especially this kind of business where your drivers are gone, your 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 acquisition managers are gone. I don't know where they are, and I don't even know when. I don't even care. Right, because I look at the numbers. I, I don't need them to clock in and clock out. Perfect. And I, I had a few people asking about recruiting drivers too. Do you have any tips on on that front? Yeah. So um, 
we've done really well posting uh, Indeed ads and finding Indeed ads. You know, one of the things that that I've done very strategically and kind of had to because I love coaching so much, I spend so much time on coaching that I really need to have have more strategic type partners. Um, and so my driver today, um, he has a lot of responsibilities. He manages, well, he drove for a long time. Now he manages our driver um, and he manages our texter and he manages our cold callers and he uh, manages our flip projects. And uh, and so he does all that for us, right? And so what I do for him in the beginning, and I still do this now, but I gave him 5% of the gross revenue of the company um, and he was 100% in charge of the marketing, right? And so he wanted to not only do the job well, but I gave him a profit share. I gave him a portion so that he would go out and and add the right properties and hit those goals and hit those expectations where I didn't have to police him so well. And I didn't give that to him immediately, by the way. First, I made sure that person had the core values that I needed. So I wrote down five core values. Um, and this is, this is very important. Um, oh, we don't have enough time to go into this, but you got to hire off of people's character and you can only really 100% know someone's character by working with them. And then once they're a fit, it might make sense to give them a small portion. In the beginning, it was only like 2% in gross revenue plus his base salary um, and had all those expectations of addresses and, and everything else he did for me. So hope that helps. Yeah. We could do a whole feature uh, session on, on core values and all that too. So that's great. Yeah. Um, huge. I had a, a couple other questions that you're saying, like uh, the right the right properties to add to the, to the D4D list. Franklin asked about that. And then Wiley asked about like, how do you uh, qualify the leads that they upload? Like, can you talk about what makes a quality lead? Yeah. So um, median house price and lower. Okay. That's where you want to work. Um, depending on your market, you might even have certain subsections of that lower income areas that are ARVs are 50 to 60,000, meaning the house fixed up is not worth more than 50, 60,000, probably should avoid those places, right? Because the, the cost to remodel them may be more than the cost of the actual value, right? Uh, of the of the total rehab. Anyway, so, you know, median house price and lower. We'll just start with that. Um, then the next thing, what was the next question? Uh, just how to, what to look for in a house for on your DB to put on the D&D, D4D list and also uh, qualifying leads that they upload um, for like a driver as well. Yeah, any physical signs of neglect, right? Like if you're doing this right, I want you guys to understand it's not just the boarded up ones. The boarded up ones, tag it and put extra effort in it. But I promise you, your ROI will still be through the roof on any physical signs of neglect, right? So you should be adding 50 houses. That's what you should shoot for. We get sometimes, depending on the neighborhood, as much as 100 properties every single hour of driving using the tap to add version. You're not going to do that with the crosshairs mode. You got to do the tap to add, right? Um, so how do we qualify leads? Let's say an aunt calls you. Do you love? She's a sweetie. She's great. And she calls and says, hey, I want to sell you my house. What are you going to say to your auntie? You're going to be like, hey, like, I love you, um, and I just want you to understand, like, I, I buy these houses to make money. Um, I, I don't know if that, that's what you want to do. You might actually do better by selling it with a real estate agent and fixing it up. Why don't you do that? She's like, no, no, I understand you need to make money. That's why I want you to buy it. I just don't, I don't want to deal with it. Like, will you take it? No, I just don't want to deal with it. I got to, I'm moving, blah, 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 right? And she gives her reasons for why she doesn't want to work with an agent. That is how you talk to a seller. That's how you qualify a seller. Your job is not to convince someone to sell to an investor. 
Your job is to find someone that what you do serves them and their needs, right? And you only do that by uncovering and being authentic and talking options with them. When they identify that the option that they need is the option that you offer, then you have a deal, right? So if, if you guys, you know, you know, asking this question, you need to go watch my 40 day challenge. Day four, I got a hold of three people that ended up into deals, right? And the first one I called and got a hold of, his name was Jerry Tidwell. I bought three of his properties. And I said, Jerry, you just completely remodeled. They're great. Why don't you just listen with an agent, squeeze as much out? His words were, I don't care. I just want to be done. Well, okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's very simple, right? So, so don't, don't think that we don't add a massive amount of value by speed and convenience. That's what you need to understand. That's the value we offer. And that's the person that we're looking for, right? For example, if someone goes into a dealership and they said, hey, I want a Ford F-150. And you're like, man, come look at these Ford Mustangs. You're going to love these things, right? And come go look at those sports cars, right? That, that potential client is going to be annoyed because that's not what they want, not what they need. It's the same concept. Our job is to find people that we can serve and bless. We're not trying to convince them of anything. We're trying to serve them. So hopefully that gives some clarity. That's really good. Appreciate them. And do you have time for two more questions? I, I want to yeah, throw yeah. on you. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, Let me double check my calendar. I think I do. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. Awesome. Um, David asked about the postcard. He said a personal pick on the postcard, or do you take a picture of the property on the postcard? Like what, what, any, any advice on postcard design? Yeah. So postcard, mine is very simple. It's like handwritten font. And it says, you know, we want to buy your property at XYZ address. Uh, if you'd like a cash offer and sell it quickly, call or text me and I leave a number and God bless. And it's black and it's black and white. And then I think in red, it says God bless. It's simple. It's super, 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 super simple. Um, my job's not to, like I said, sell someone with that postcard. It's to find someone that wants to sell their house. Right. Um, and you can, like I said, vary, but th that's all mine is. And, and I use a cheap, small postcard, the cheapest thing that I can pay for basically. Perfect. And then uh, Deron had asked, do you have a cold caller script for your people? Like, do you, do you talk about how to have those conversations and, you know, what to what to, what to say on a, on a cold call when you're working with somebody? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you guys are curious, like kind of how the, the coaching set up, you know, asking questions about how I teach and stuff. So uh, I teach everything A through Z on how to wholesale, right? Because I want wholesaling to be the tool in your tool belt. Ultimately, we make money because we find deeply discounted deals. So, um, you know, in the beginning, I teach you the foundational pieces, your cash buyers list, title company contracts, everything you need to be able to wholesale or be able to make money on a deal, whether you're double closing or anything else. Then from there, my exact outline of marketing. So some of you that are a little bit more advanced, have those foundational pieces, great, that's fine. But what you're going to get, the main meat and potatoes of why my students make so much darn money is because they have the systematic approach to use tools like Deal Machine and others to, to do driving for dollars at the highest level with the highest ROI, right? So we teach how to not only use driving or deal machine and do driving for dollars, but how to reach out to those people and how to set up your dialer, how to set up your texting, how to do your postcards and the sequencing and everything there, right? And then from there, how to negotiate, not just with your seller, but your end buyer and squeeze as much out of every single deal as possible um, and do all the paperwork at the title company. So um, you know, you get the step-by-step -step instructions. It's to me, it's, um, you know, it's, it's the SOPs of my business. It's my systems and processes of exactly what I do in my business. And if I tweak and test and tweak and test, and I find something that works better, 
I'll put it in the program and you guys have lifetime access. You guys get my SOPs. Like that's what my program is. It's not just information that I thought up and said, Hey, this will work. Like this is what we do. Um, and then from there, my students get my personal cell phone. We have coaching calls. We have Facebook group. You guys get 100% one-on-one support from me. So that's, that's kind of what it is. Hopefully that answers the question. Yeah. Is that the uh, best way for people to get in contact with you or how, how can they really follow up with you from this? Yeah. If you, if you guys are interested, you know, want to jump on my calendar, um, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure you're going to talk to me. I do take a bunch of calls every day, but I have more calls than I can take. So it's either going to be me, Stephanie or Luke that you'll be talking to. Um, but you go to dfdmastery.com forward slash deal machine call. So you guys can go, go book a time there. And also follow me on social media. I have a podcast and all that stuff too. So so check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I highly recommend your podcast, your TikTok. You, you put out a lot of really good stuff, man. So I, uh, this was phenomenal. Really good questions in the chat. Sorry if I didn't get to yours. I tried to get to as many as I could. Um, appreciate you staying overtime for us. And I know the same time, same place next week, we're going to have on Brent Daniels too. So um, he's fantastic on the sales side. But uh, Zach, really, really appreciate you, man. This is great, great stuff as always. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. It was fun. Cool. And then uh, check out content.dealmachine.com for the recordings, uh, dealmachine.com slash elite to connect with each other. And uh, otherwise, see you next time, you know, same time, same place next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.